This is the Life in the Front Office podcast. I want to first thank all of our listeners to making this a success and helping us continue to grow. We bring on sports executives and professionals from around the industry, all different aspects of the industry, to provide insights and advice for those who are trying to enter the sports industry or those who are already in the industry just looking to learn something new and continue to get better. If you like our episode, please rate us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and visit our website at lifeinthefrontoffice.com for more episodes. Welcome to today's episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jake Hirschman, and today I'm really fortunate to have Kylan Ward on. It feels weird to say that. We were just talking about this before the podcast. She, she recently got married, and so when I had uh, worked at Purdue, I knew her as, as Kylan Scheidt. And so for those of you who are listening in, um, Kylan is a fantastic uh well, what, what do we want to call you? Creative, at you know, uh, jack of all trades, really, right? I mean, what, oh, do, you, what do you do? Um, yeah, so I'm, my main focus is video at Purdue, um, but I travel with football team um, to every away game. I'm at the home games um, and then help out with all the other sports, but mostly do video. I can take photos if I need to and do other things, but yeah, mostly video. So uh, on most of our episodes, Kylan, we've, we've got executives across the country and people who have talked about, you know, ticketing and sponsorships and um, leadership and, and all the things that it really takes to, to run the business and within a front office of, of a sports organization. Um, and as we look into, you know, kind of the behind the scenes um, aspect of a front office. A lot of people don't think about the creative, the video, the, the photography that, that really goes into all the marketing and the social media. And I mean, there's just, it goes on and on, right? And so we'll, we'll dive in a little bit today uh, into what you really do and how that affects the business for one and two, um, where you kind of see the industry heading and, and, and we'll dive into kind of how you got involved uh, as well. So um, you're a vol, right? Something like that. Is that what yes. They call you guys? <laughs> well, I went to Tennessee for two years. <laughs> I played volleyball and then I transferred to American University in DC, played volleyball there. So my degree is from American, but I grew up or went to high school in Knoxville. So I still have a little orange in me sometimes when we're not playing them. Um, there you go. I'll secretly cheer for them, but my sister what's, goes there. So <laughs> that's the what's, tie. What's the, what's the American mascot? Uh, the Eagle. So red white okay. red white and blue go eagles <laughs> so your your closet definitely consists of black and gold red white and blue and orange oh yeah Interesting and, mix. yes and i can't wear red up here you know for indiana um, <laughs> that's right so i've had to kind of basically my whole closet's black now for sure <laughs> so so give us a quick uh, rundown as to how you went from tennessee to to ending up at purdue um yeah so i Actually, I grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I played sports my whole life. Grew up a Husker fan, so don't tell anybody now. Um, They're red. But, yes, they are red, too. So, <laughs> um, But I moved to Knoxville when I was in high school. Uh, my dad got a job and everything. Um, like I said, I played volleyball at Tennessee for two years. I chose Tennessee because it was close to my family, and I wanted them to be able to watch me play all the time. I'm the oldest um, in my family. I have a younger brother and a younger sister. So I 
you know, have kind of set the good example and everything. And so I wanted to be close to them. Um, but then I, things change and life happens. And I had a really good opportunity at American to transfer there and live in DC, which is an amazing city um, to go to college in and played volleyball there and just had an awesome time. So my degree is in film and media from American. And I've always, like, I grew up playing every sport imaginable. Uh, my dad played basketball in college. My mom played volleyball in college. So I've always been around sports. And I loved, um, when I was at Tennessee, I worked with their video department and worked a lot of the Lady Vol basketball games. And that was just so cool. I mean, they were really good um, at that time with Pat Summit there. And it was just cool to be in an in competitive environment still um, and to be able to sit on the court <laughs> you know when the game's going on and so that's kind of when my passion for video uh, started I love telling stories and I obviously you know being a student athlete I know how much it takes to be a student athlete in college and you know some people their dream is just to play for you know whatever university and I just want to be able to tell those stories of these athletes, um, no matter, you know, no matter where they come from. Um, and so then I, after American, I graduated, I worked at HGTV for a few months. I had interned there, um, during my time, um, when I was in school and then got kind of like a contractor position with them. And it was awesome, uh, way different, obviously, but I really missed being around sports and the job at Purdue opened up. And my now husband, Sean, he works for the NCAA in Indianapolis. So it was just kind of a good opportunity to, you know, move to Indiana. And the thing that interested me about Purdue um, and the position, it was just an internship or like postgrad internship position um, was there wasn't really a video department at Purdue. And I wanted to be able to, you know, hopefully help that grow. Um, We had a graphic designer um and like an intern on staff but there wasn't really anything from like a creative sense and uh Purdue just like nationally um as a university is very well recognized because of all the you know alums Neil Armstrong um just so many smart people that (laughs) have graduated from Purdue um so I just saw a huge opportunity with the athletic department I mean it's a great university and there's so much potential um, with all of our teams, basketball, football, especially. But so that's kind of what brought me to Purdue. I was like, oh, there's no way I'm here longer than two years and I'm going on my sixth year. So (laughs) it's been fun. That's awesome. So give us a little peek behind the curtain and into, you know, what you do on a daily basis. Uh, I'm sure you're going to give me the answer. No day is the same, but um you know, how do you, how do you work on telling the stories? I know having, having worked with you and your, and your department um, prior, obviously it's pretty robust now, right? You've got multiple mm-hmm. graphic designers, you've got multiple video people, um, et cetera. So what, what does that look like uh, from an athletic department standpoint? Yeah, you're totally right. No day is the same. Um, so we, well, from a video perspective, um, actually, let me back up. So when I started video was kind of like its own separate thing and then like our graphic designer was under marketing so we kind of were just split um didn't really if I you know if we needed something we'd maybe work together but it was I started mostly uh, my focus was helping out the teams um not necessarily any of the marketing or development side of it 
Um, and so I did a lot of um, a lot for the volleyball team uh, and men's basketball. Uh, both teams have had success um, in the last five years. And so I focus on football now. Um, and we have someone on men's basketball, someone on women's basketball, someone on volleyball. And then my boss oversees all of us. And we have a couple interns um, that help out with all the other, you know, Olympic sports and everything. Um, but if I need help out with a basketball project, I can help them um, with that. So it's kind of like my main focus day to day is helping football, especially during um, in season. A big thing, um, even since you um, after you the video and then we added the north ribbon board in the football stadium so a lot of my job has been a lot of the in-game actually okay. <laughs> um, all that experience uh, videos and whatnot and so that's been quite a change which you know you sell tickets and you market and do all that out externally but you also have to entertain them when they get into the stadium you know so that's been a huge focus for us is just making that game day experience more exciting and everything. Um, I still do some things internally for the football team, uh, motivational every week before uh, the game. So I feel like if we lose, it's because I didn't make a good enough video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it just kind of depends. We're all, so graphic designers, video, and our photographer, we're all in the same room. Uh, so we can collaborate if we need to. We can work on things. Uh, the biggest thing that we have going right now is the moon helmet that we're uh wearing for football and at our homecoming game against maryland so our photographer worked on that or my boss and i helped with the video um well he did most of it because i was <laughs> traveling with the team but um and then our graphic designers helped out so the whole concept of that is to try and you know be collaborative and help each other out and you know how can we hit all the different mediums on like social social media email uh website and all that and yeah so we just kind of you know figure out how best to promote the teams and what is going to portray the information best that we need to so it might not necessarily be a video if someone has a really cool idea for you know a photo or a graphic or something so it's been it's been a long year so far, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and no matter, you know, no matter how the team's doing, right, you, you mentioned the fan experience, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you hit on that point because, you know, the fan experience, the game experience is so important nowadays because everyone has um, a million options to choose from from an entertainment perspective. So for them to choose to spend their money to come to a Purdue University um, football game you know, on a Saturday and take up all their time and, and maybe, you know, some of their dispensable income, like they want to be entertained, right? They want to have a good show. Uh, hopefully the, the product on the field uh, helps, but, you know, in the cases that it doesn't, they, you know, they, you still want them to stay all four quarters and, and have a good time. And so when, when you talk about the experience, you know, it's not only just in the stadium, right? It's, it's on, it's on the way to the game. It's, mm -hmm. it's after the game, it's on the other six days of the week that, you know, you're not playing on the field. So how do you keep fans engaged, not only uh, on social media, but whether that's digitally on the website, et cetera, throughout the week and throughout the months and on ultimately the whole year uh, from a content perspective, what, what goes into that? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing, you know, in the off season, you just try to get people excited 
about the ne- the upcoming season. You want them to buy tickets. Tickets actually for Purdue. He just started in January, and so I understand you know what he has to do in order to call someone up and say, "Do you want to buy tickets and everything?" So our job is just you know to help facilitate people and get them excited maybe to buy tickets in the month of March for football, you know, (laughs) where they don't know who's going to be on the team, if someone's going to be hurt or whatever. Um, It helps uh, for us here at Purdue. We have coach Brom um, is just awesome. He's such a great guy. He's really gotten everyone excited around the community about Purdue football. And our biggest thing that we want to do is make Purdue cool and make them look good and, you're right. The in game is so important. Um, but we do like a series leading up to the season. Um, last year it was, is it August yet? Because we played um, a Friday night against Northwestern uh, in August. And so that was at the end of August. And so it was like, is it August yet? And we had these little videos that we made with, um, you know, Coach Brom getting out of the train. Like he's parking in his parking spot at, at the football complex and he it's the, you know, our mascot, the train and he gets out. So it's just a little video that maybe people can connect with um, on social media or TV commercial. Um, this year we are marketing. I had nothing to do with this. Our marketing people are awesome and they have a huge billboard downtown Indy uh, with Rondell Moore, who is you know our all-american player and he's super fast and it said saturday escape so that that was in hopes to get people in indianapolis up to purdue you know it's just an hour away um and that's just trying to get people excited like hey yeah that'd be go that would be cool to go see rondale play um so it's just little things like that social media has just been a huge help um instagram twitter facebook you name it and and how has that changed over the five years, you know, since you got there to, to now? And, you know, has your has your job evolved in the sense that there's more of a focus on on social versus digital versus um, whatever else you guys are doing from an email marketing campaign, et cetera? Um, yeah. So social media never sleeps, it feels like. So <laughs> you have to have something every day in order to stay relevant. Um which is very exhausting for sure. So I think that's been the biggest change since I've started. And that was just five years ago (laughs) when I started. And it was, you know, back then it wasn't where it is now. Um, A big thing, not even just like the marketing and sales and all that side is the recruiting side of it. That is a whole nother ball, ball game that we have to deal with is being on Instagram where, you know, the younger generation, as they say, is on Instagram. So you want to put cool stuff on Instagram to for these recruits to be like, oh, yeah, like Purdue, I want to go there. Or they come on a visit and, you know, they saw we had a recruit that we starting, we're starting to do uh, video shoots with the recruits in hopes that when they sign, we can use the video uh, on signing day. And we play like the intro video that we did with all the guys and we're shooting in the same location that we did with our guys now for the in- intro video. And the one recruit was like, Oh man, that's sweet. Like I saw that video or whatever, you know, I, I remember seeing that in the game and whatnot. And so it's like little things like that, that you don't even think of that the recruits on Instagram saw something, you know? <laughs> so, sure. and then, you know, Facebook's a whole nother 
demographic that we try and reach and Twitter's it's just it's nonstop. It it doesn't end. So since it is nonstop and it doesn't end, you know, one would think, okay, you're just in video, you just create some graphics, like you can't possibly work that much, but you you probably work more than most, right? And there's always, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, you've got how many how many teams do you guys have? Twenty. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen, 18 teams. teams. Yeah. Okay, so for for a school with eighteen teams, imagine you know an Ohio State with thirty plus teams and all the mm-hmm. different needs that these teams need on a on a yearly basis and, and all the requests right um mm-hmm. as you think about you know what it takes to to not only keep up with the workload but also keep up with the arena in which you work in right because there's you know things that are always changing from the video to the content etc how do you stay on top of um, the industry that you're in uh, along with you know, trying to do things that, quite frankly, other people can see because it's put out on social and you might be able to get recognized, uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is just always a constant challenge. Um, and one, which is exactly why I love doing what I do, um, is always trying to be better, not necessarily with like a different team or a different person, but with yourself. I actually try to look more away from sports and look at like, movies or music or video games to see what they're doing um i look at hgtv obviously i worked there but i love marvel and i love i just got an xbox um for one of our wedding gifts so i'm like all about like the (laughs) esports and all that right now (laughs) so for me i try to just look elsewhere and see you know marvel's doing this how can we do that with our team obviously like we don't want to do something just because someone else did it um doesn't mean that it's not like it's not going to fit us so why you know how can we make it so that it does fit us but also you know make the coaches happy or make the recruits like think that we're cool and everything but not force it because then I just think like what we're wasting our time if it isn't relevant you know then it doesn't make any sense for the Purdue brand why are we doing it so so yeah it's uh it's nonstop. I come home and I'm like, I cannot watch sports. I need to watch something else. What's on, <laughs> what's on Netflix, Hulu, whatever. So, um, yeah, we, as well, specifically video, we always try to look at different things. Um, I especially just love Marvel. So I will always go see what they're doing. <laughs> what, and, and how much do you try and differentiate yourself from, from your peers, say in the big 10 or, the other power five conferences versus um, trying to almost be aligned in the sense of uh, being able to keep up with the Joneses, right. With all the, mm-hmm. with all the content that gets pushed out there. Yeah. It's um, it's hard, especially when you don't win, you're like, what, what could I do? Um, I, you know, we're not Ohio state and we're not, I mean, we obviously want to win like they do. And everything but that's not who coach Brom is um and so the biggest thing that I try to do is I see what everyone else is doing and it's cool and I want to do it everyone you know everyone shoots highlights everyone's seen the highlights so how can I film something or show something that's different from a different team maybe a different perspective or you know something one of the assistant coaches has said or Jeff has said in his pregame speech um you know, his pregame speeches are going to be different than 
Scott Frost at Nebraska. Um, and so that that is always something that I'm constantly trying to fight because you'll have people that are like, but Clemson did this really cool video and it's like, okay, but that's Clemson and that's Dabo, but Jeff's not Dabo, you know? <laughs> so right. you gotta, you, you gotta work with the personalities you've got yes. and, and, yeah. and the surroundings and the cultures. Right. Yes, I mean, what, exactly. what is, what is the, um, what's the ultimate, you know, competition in terms of, you look at college athletics right now, there's that facility, what they call the facilities war, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. trying to build the, the biggest and the best complex of everything you could possibly think of, of or, you know, under the moon. Um, in the content realm, what, what is that, you know, challenge? What is that mm-hmm. war per se? Um, I guess it depends who you'd ask. But for me, my opinion, I would think... Um, like Ohio State does a great job. Nebraska has great video. Tennessee has great video. And for me, great video is that it looks good. It's edited well. The audio sounds good. It looks professional. Um, I always strive to make it, I, I think, quality over quantity. Um, a lot of people will just do, you know, a little video and there's some flashes here or whatever. And it's like, what? it looked bad you couldn't even see the play or the highlight or whatever so I would rather make something that looks good and get some message across or get you hyped up or whatever than just pushing out as much as we can we have so many other things that we can be pushing out like we have so many great stats on you know some of our players or photos number of photos and stuff so it's kind of a balance of yes we need content out there but i'm not also going to force something if it's not going to work for us um so yeah my constant challenge i guess is just being making it look good and shooting well and that's just how i nfl films does you know or hard knocks um does so i think for me that's that's what i look at so as we're thinking about you know shooting videos you've got more or less one shot to get the right you know the right play, the right, how, what, what goes into the preparation of, you know, building skill sets in terms of whether it's the awareness of what's going on in the game or who's standing where, I mean, are are there things that the normal, you know, person within the business setting doesn't even know that goes into how do you get the right shot or how do you get the right angle? And what, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the last, um, few years I've been with men's basketball and I think I knew the plays uh by like (laughs) in the back of my mind I knew where the ball was going to go so it came easy to me um but that was just I've played basketball I understand the sport I knew I had been around you know coach Painter for four years I understand the system that he's doing and so that is it just honestly is just the practice of it um I try to be around at practice as much as I can whether is you know I might not I just want practice of shooting I always want to shoot tighter and follow the ball better and and whatnot it's you know it's practice just like you would go practice free throws or so I think it's just I just have been doing it a way better filmer of action than probably of anything else just because that's what I've been doing for so long um, football, I just switched over this year to uh, football. And so that for sure has been a challenge just because I don't know football, just the sport as well as I did, you know, basketball or volleyball. Um, 
And so having to kind of learn and just be around the team, um, I was out, you know, at camp every day and I told our ops guy, I said, I know you don't want to show any of the plays or any of the sets or anything, but I, I'm going to film it just so that I can have practice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so that's just, you know, that's just the way that I have just kind of learned. I, I just know sports um, because I played, you know, soccer and volleyball and tennis and basketball. Um, But just being around it, I mean, I know I kind of have an idea now, what are we five games in, six games in uh, of, you know, what kind of play we run on first down or on second down or whatever. I'm also shooting. I'm in the bench area. And so I can hear the coaches a lot. Um, so that helps. But yeah, it's a, it's just a constant thing that you just have to keep practicing, I guess. Sure. So as you, you know, develop the experience, develop the skill sets, if you rewind five, six years ago to when you were first starting, What's something that you, you know, you wish you would have known? What's something that you could tell other people that are just starting uh, who are maybe interning for you or, or, or want to get into to this space in, in the industry? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing, um, it's sports. So if there's a game on a Friday night or a Saturday night, you're going to have to work it. <laughs> you can't necessarily be a fan anymore. Um, that was just easy for me because I played sports. So I was used to being, you know, having the, had volleyball all the time um so sorry mom I can't you know come home for Thanksgiving or whatever um so that's just my biggest thing when I talk to students or we or you know a student is interested in working I'm like well if there's you know a swim meet on a weekend you're gonna have to be there um that's just the job of it and so that's one big thing that I always try to preach to them is you have to separate your fandom kind of with working um and always be available always especially in video there's so many technical things that you can learn that I still have I don't know everything for sure Um, I'm still learning every day so make yourself available for whatever it is I used to have to label clips like every day and that you know it's just monotonous and it's boring and now you know I'm having a student label for me so eventually you'll get to that point to where you've you know You've learned so much and you continue to grow. And and honestly, like labeling, labeling clips was a huge help for me because I could see what people were doing and how they were shooting and whatnot. So um, those are a couple of big things. Since I got married in May, a big thing that I'm kind of working on now <laughs> is when I have my downtime, actually like take downtime, <laughs> especially in this, um, you know, when there's a bye week actually have a buy and <laughs> just sit and relax um, life's too short to be too stressed about a lot of things I mean no one's dying on our watch we're just making cool videos so <laughs> so it's, you're, it's okay <laughs> you're, you're not curing cancer right? exactly so, yes <laughs> um, now now let's let's dive into that real quick so you know your husband works in sports as well you work in sports that's kind of like the ultimate you know dynamic right mm-hmm. uh, busy, busy, and, and more busy. Um, how, for those who are listening who maybe have a similar situation or are thinking about that um, or currently are, are dealing with that, like what's the, and I know you're, you're fresh into it, so that's, let's just uh, let's throw out the possibilities here, but um, what, what advice would you have that, you, that you've learned over the first couple of months and, 
How has it changed, you know, the way that you think about working, for whether it's, you know, efficiencies or um, ways in which you had maybe habits before that you're, you're trying to change? Uh, what, what does that look like for you? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting right now because Sean works in Indy, so he has to drive um, every day down to Indy and back up to Lafayette. So I kind of have like an hour or two after work that he's not here. So I don't even know if I'm even a good example of this because <laughs> he coaches high school hockey. So there's a couple nights that he just comes home super late. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is just to, when you have time with the other person, like actually like be in the moment. Um, and there's a lot of times like I'll be at work and it's, you know, five, five thirty, and I'm working on something and I'm like, if this can wait until tomorrow, I'm going home. Like, I don't need to be here. Um, mm-hmm. it's not that important. Uh, sometimes I can't help it. And the nice thing is he understands he works in sports, he works, you know, live events. And so he gets it. And so that's a nice thing. Um, but there's also times you know, I do need to be present, get off social media, put my phone away, um, and not, you know, not worry about whatever fan said something about my video or, you know, (laughs) um, just actually try and, and I, it's, I'm still working on it. I'm not good at all. Um, we just went to an NFL game, uh, yesterday. So that's kind of like our downtime, even though we're watching sports, that's our like downtime to just enjoy, I honestly don't even watch the game. I just like watch whatever their production is during <laughs> during the game. So you watch you watch things way differently now, huh? I do. Yeah, it's so hard. I'll be like, or you know, I'll take notes. I want to constantly learn and try new things, and then go tell my boss, "Hey, they did this cool thing," or "Hey, actually, <laughs> we're like we are doing some cool stuff," and so like we should be proud of ourselves. But yeah, I think the biggest thing in the last few months that I've learned or I keep working on is just to let it like leave it at work um it doesn't have to come home with me if I need to vent to him I will or you know he'll vent to me if he needs to but you know we'll get to a point we watch we just started veep I know we're way behind the curve on that but we just started watching veep together so that's kind of like our thing at night is we'll watch that and that's like our time together so clearly (laughs) i'm way way behind because i don't even know what that is you don't know what beep is you know so i'm just gonna say that i'm not a show person (laughs) so that's 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 where my lack of knowledge comes in but my 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 last question for you is is on the kind of the 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 phone the being engaged all the time on the device like how do you detach at some point at some time during the day or the evening or whatever it is um, and, and how important has that become for you as, you know, that's constantly what you do all the time, every day. All oh, day. yeah. I sit there and I have tweet deck up and it's probably not good um, <laughs> during work. But yeah, it's at home. I just it's hard, like for sure. We just uh, released the new moon helmet. So I'm like, oh, what's what's everyone saying? Like, do they like it? Um, and it's funny, like people comment negative and it's not about our video. It's like the content of the video. And so I, and Sean, uh, this to me too, you know, leave work at work uh, and I'll just quit looking at it. The nice thing is I'm not the one actually posting. I'm just making the content. So I kind of had have that separation. Um, but yeah, it's hard. I don't know. I'm still... <laughs> 
It's a work, it's a work like, in progress. It is. I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one, once in a while, detach yourself, I guess, would be, would be the lesson. Yes. Um, <laughs> any, any last words for the audience on, on kind of just, you know, what they could do to get into the, the video space and or um, what you think is kind of the next wave of, you know, like you said, that the apartment wasn't there when you kind of first got started. Now it's pretty robust. Mm-hmm. What does the next wave look like? Oh, man. The next wave, probably some virtual reality stuff. VR, I have no AR, idea. Some, oh, someone yeah. who does, you know, augmented reality for athletic yeah. departments. Is that a I thing? I need to get into that business. I have. No, <laughs> I think that, yeah, I'm. For people like wanting to get into video, I, well, college, it helped. I just went to our athletic department, uh, video department, and I was like, I'll do whatever. Um, and I was like I'll do it for free I just want to be around I want to learn um I was a film major so I just love film video editing anything uh cameras whatnot I just Mm -hmm. love it so much so I watch movies all the time I watch tv shows I watch music videos um and just try and learn as much as I can there's so many free resources out there six of editing all the other stuff I've learned has just been you know, trial and error or, you know, learning, oh, here, I tried this or, you know, doing this storytelling tip and whatnot. It's just is depending on, you know, what you're trying to film and edit, you know, it's all different. Hi- my highlight videos are way different from a commercial or a motivational or whatnot. So, yeah, there's just, there's just so much out there that you can learn from and ask questions. That's the biggest thing. If you don't know something and you can admit that you don't know something, it's not going to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's fascinating. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast today. Uh, really, really interesting insights and in, into the, you know, probably a space that not a lot of people know about, but it really truly is one of the, one of the driving engines behind, you know, all the marketing and the ticketing and the content and, and driving business. And uh, it truly does help. Um, a lot of, you know, the organizations and, and having those robust departments is certainly key in an operation. So, Kylan, really appreciate it. Good luck with, with the rest of the season. Thank and, you. Uh, as, as I say, rest of the season, it's just more like uh, good luck going into 2020 because it just doesn't stop, right? Oh, no. Uh, we're already <laughs> talking about next year, so <laughs> it doesn't stop. But thank you so much for having me. I want to take the time to thank you for listening to Life in the Front Office. And if you liked our episode, please rate us on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. And for more episodes, visit us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website at lifeinthefrontoffice.com. And please continue to share uh, with your colleagues on social media and help us continue to grow. Thanks.